0: But it's a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on, well, I was going to say it's the week where, but it's the week where two things happened. Mm. Firstly, it's the week where where summer is pretty much over now. This is the last hot day that we're recording on, 20 odd degrees Celsius. Mm. It's going to crash into awesome after that. I don't want to make you depressed and start make, get you thinking about Christmas and things like that, dear listener, but we are on that descent from summer now, aren't we? It's the very end of summer.
1: Yeah, it is supposed to be in the 20s, though, next week still. Although on the plus side, if you're watching us on YouTube or on Spotify,
0: where you can get the video edition of this fine podcast as well, you get to see me looking very sweaty and very hot and very humid. Yeah. Because the the weird thing about Britain, I don't know how true this is, but Britain tends to be far more humid when it comes to heat than, you know, if you go to a foreign country to enjoy your jollies in Spain or whatever. Mm. You know, uh, the heat feels a bit more oppressive. That's my personal opinion. I'm not going to accept it. I'm just getting fatter and lazier. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. The other thing that is the uh, the week of is that I was reminded that 17 years ago, I missed out on a Gina G concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I was absolutely devastated because I was doing something far more fun.
1: <laughs> what was you doing?
0: I was working shifts at Comet <laughs> that's what I was doing. but uh, you know how Facebook have those memory things mm. Well somebody pulled one up from I think was about 17 years ago or something like that when I was a university student and that's what they were putting on as part of the week of entertainment as you joined the university was Gina G live in ah. this must have been 2006 I think it was that's a cool. Yeah, would you would you want to see Gina G live? Is this what you're saying? No, I, I'm sure we could organise a ticket. She yeah, she must be in a sort of artist. Is at the point in her career where she's doing like Buttonlands tours and things. Yeah, like that? probably. If you happen to know dear listener, do do tell us. No. It's just for information, I'm not going to go buy tickets. I'm just intrigued sure? to find out. <laughs> and a slightly more upbeat piece of information is that we have reached one year. Of a wee natter. Wow. Fine uh, round of applause. <laughs> round of applause. If you want to get numbers, 8,800 times in the last year, you have streamed this video or listened to this audio or somehow acquired it through the ether. Which That's amazing. It sounds like a big number. Just don't work out how many people it is per episode. Oh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a wonderful number. We're glad to have you along, dear mm. listener. We, we love having you here. And... Well, I've got to say thanks, haven't yeah, I? Definitely. I've got to say, you know, it, you know it's a big achievement. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I know how, which is to go down to my local Asda, go into <laughs> the bakery, there's a little computer hidden in the corner of the bakery, you give it a photo, and, well, I, I was about to say it props a cake, but it involves a man in the corner <laughs> trying to hide from customers. But the important bit is you end up with something printed on a cake. So if you're watching this on the internet, you will see... It is a cake with hey. my and Jenny's mugs on it. <laughs> uh, I, would, I, would, I would like to offer you a piece, but I imagine it'll be fairly rotten by the time it gets to you. <laughs> and also, you know, I don't want to get into the legal action off the back of that. I don't want to be sued because you've eaten some rough cake that I've, <laughs> I've given you as a nice treat. I can send you the picture if you want to go print your own version of NASDA. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that open as an option. <laughs> or maybe we should start selling, you know, novelty cakes with our faces on it. and yeah. get shipped to your house. Yeah, maybe Soty's face. Yeah, that cake, I've just realised there are only two of us that live in this fine house. Mm. And we do have a few friends, don't get me wrong, we'll be passing pieces out to them. It's going to take a long time to eat that cake. <laughs> it, it, we are going to have to do the wedding cake thing where you freeze it and you, you have little bits every so often, so it lasts a bit longer. Maybe we'll finish it by the time we get round to year two.
1: Stephen, cake's on its way next Saturday.
0: <laughs> you're you're already warning people, that, that's the yeah. worrying bit. Um, so what did you think of the cake? You're happy with Yeah,
1: it was nice, yeah
0: you like the fact your mug is on the cake? Uh, I don't
1: know, too bad. I'm in the shade, so it's, it's not <laughs> too <pretty> bad. <laughs> in the shade.
0: And it, I didn't realise it prints quite dark on cake yeah. as well. It, it's not like it's nice, bright and vibrant. It is quite moody and dark. Mm. So if, you, if you're going for that, what, what is it, Scandinavian murder... TV show type feel to your pictures. Where does
1: she go out or whatever? Yeah,
0: so as does cake printing service is the place to go, <laughs> apparently. I, I wouldn't have thought that, but apparently that's the way it is. And on a more positive note, we've been off two weeks, but the mailbox has still been coming oh, really? in. And in touch has been Samantha Palmer saying, Hello, I've just listened to the latest podcast edition. Oh, i am very glad to have you on board. It's nice to have you along. And uh, here are some answers to some of the qu- here are my answers to some of the questions. That's not me that's talking here, dear listener. This is Samantha Palmer talking. <laughs> so as long as you're getting your head around that, but we're good. We'll, we'll carry on from there. Should Mark fix the water pump on the car? Best not, as Jenny has left carless for work.
1: Oh, I'm not sure, actually. I could work from home. I,
0: I have d- I have done it on my own car when I had my own car at one <laughs> yeah. point. Um, I will admit, I, I kind of screwed it up the first time because I, I didn't well you do the timing belt and water pump and it's easy enough to get it off and put it back on again and get everything in the right uh, timing and whatnot. because it's all got little arrows and things that you just line up it is kids play to do that even though you have to take an engine mount off or whatever (laughs) the the bit I screwed up on was when I put the new tensioner on I didn't actually tension the tensioner (laughs) so it was all fine when I was testing it at the home and you know turning it on and it was all ticking over fine that's brilliant take it on the motorway the next day and it's sounding rough as because it's started jumping a few teeth and <laughs> so i did i did end up fixing it in the end the other one that caught me out is there's a little it's a little sensor at the bottom of the engine that mm. was, it detects the position at the i want to call it the cam it's, it's that bent rod that goes around the bottom of the engine that moves the pistons up and down and i forgot to plug that in and when you don't plug that in the engine doesn't start so i thought i royally screwed it up and oh dear
1: it. New engine. It,
0: it goes to start it moves it a little bit and it goes i i can't see what position it's in and just gives up and stops um but thankfully, it's a diesel they're quite robust and it's not the end of the world it's just polluting the world but it's not the end of the world if it's running a bit rough <laughs> i did get it sorted i did i did fix my my farm I'm, I'm very good at screwing up the first time around and then fixing it later yeah patching over, smoothing over. It hasn't let any house fires or floods yet. That's a work in progress. (laughs) It probably happened. I'm I'm bracing for it. Programmes that haven't aged well. The 1984 film Woman in Red with Gene Wilder and Kelly LeBrock. Oh, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that one as well. I, I... I don't know whether I'm tempted to watch it or not because I don't know anything about the film, mm. so we'll have to see what happens there. It made me cringe watching it recently. And Mark mentioned smoking in these old programmes. Mm. Yes, because it was such a common, normal thing. I remember I saw some footage of I think it's some IBM film done in and done in an office where they were talking about the, computer, the advent of the computer in the 1960s. BBC guy had gone along and he was doing his piece and he was filming bits of it and whatnot. And there was just people wandering around, fagging (laughs) hands, tapping away on computer or working with reel-to-reel or writing stuff on paper or whatnot. It was just how things worked in those days. So, yes, talking about smoking in these old programmes. There's a scene in the film where Gene Wilder and his screen wife are getting romantic in the bathroom. Hmm. She's getting hot and steamy in the hot and steamy room. So you've followed that so far? Yeah. She lights him a cigarette and hands it to him as he's lying in the bath and then lights one for herself and sits on the edge of the bath with it. Why? Just, just, why? (laughs) (laughs) That is Samantha's question. (laughs) And that has reminded me, you know, we've been off for a couple of weeks because nous visitons la Suisse. That's me showing off pretending I know very much French at all. (laughs) I can read, I can read enough to figure out where the toilets are. And to order two Diet Cokes. I could order two Diet Cokes or I could order a, ca- a latte or something like that at the coffee shop, but the moment they start getting into, are you taking it in or out, I just go completely blank-faced because I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> I try. I could just about manage to buy, you know, something at the supermarket or something like that. It's a work in progress. Mm. I anything. But it, it was like stepping back in time because uh, even though there are smoking bans in the likes of France, Switzerland and things like that, it's still very common for a lot of people to still smoke. Yeah. And you go to McDonald's. They don't let you do it inside, but, you know, they've got the seating outside. Yeah. And there it is with the McAsh tree sitting next to it <laughs> where yeah. you're going to get your burgers. Yeah. It, it was like sticking back in time 20-odd years. It was unreal.
1: I, 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 I didn't it, like that. He spoiled it for me. Well, the important mm. bit is uh, they, they
0: don't know that NSYNC has broken up yet, so we, 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 we'll break it to them when they when they move forward enough in time to catch up at that point. Uh, but also, Samantha had another point to me. Mm. Uh, and if our robotic overlords could enforce anything, it would be the, to target those who drop litter. Oh, yeah. Which is just incredibly lazy. Mm. And actually, I, I'm involved on a parish council now, which is being very... sounds very formal. It sounds like it's involved with the church. It's not. <laughs> it, it is basically dog poo bins and bus stops it did it always has been that but that's what it is and the number of people that get upset about dog droppings and you know Mm. being left in bushes or being left in pavements and things like that and there are just so many people who go you know what if i walk 20 feet in front of my dog i have no idea what it's doing i don't care what it's doing i don't have to clean up after it that is very cheeky that's who i think our robotic overlords should be going for so i think the two of us can work together on a single robot that can yeah. deal with both of those, yeah. And I think we're on to the winner there. Uh, picking them up and they're picking their litter up and dropping them both in the nearest bin. I, I'm game for that.
1: Yeah, the only
0: difference you'd have to tell is whether it was a dog dropping or it was litter and put them in the appropriate bin. So, yeah. they'd go in the dog poo bin if it's dog poo, and they'd go into the litter bin of his litter i'm getting nods from across the table on yeah. this one, so that is my mission for the next year is to try and build one of those robots and we'll see we will we'll see what happens when we come to two years of a wee natter on that note i suppose we better have a wee natter so it turns out we were at a wedding recently dear listener mm. I'm, I'm sure that happens to you occasionally as well you just go about your business and suddenly boom wedding invite you got to deal with it take two for my sister not take yeah. two invites, it's a second turn around. Yeah. So we've done it
1: before, we know how it's going to go. Jenny was there as well, how did you find the wedding? Um, I was disappointed that I'm not bridesmaid again. It's got to be said.
0: You wanted to be bridesmaid? Yeah. You weren't even bridesmaid the first time, because you did, you... Exactly. You first met her on the first wedding, I think it was.
1: No, you're was no thinking of the other one. The other one? Yeah. I
0: have no idea now. I'm confused, but the important the important <laughs> bit is that I've learned a little cheat code when it comes to weddings, and that being a guest with no duties mm. is the way to go. You don't have to stand there going, ah, you sit there, you sit there." You don't have to worry about what's happening next or anything like that. You just get to sit there, crack jokes, and drink a kick a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm game for that. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite happy with that as an approach to weddings. So while I was there. And I don't, I hate to be dragging down the tone of the show here, <laughs> but I up to the bathroom and I've got to put in a way that it, 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 it's acceptable and polite company would be the way I've got to put this. And it wasn't me that was involved with this. I just happened to observe it. So I'm stepping into the bathroom and there is somebody in there that is clearly making a serious deposit. Oh, Very noisy. Everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> you're trying to ignore it while you're. Using the other stalls or whatever, Mm. so that's going on. I get to a pause in events, it's going on a little bit, and then I just get to this pause. Then I hear a shout from another stall of "Get on, your son!" Say what? It wasn't targeted at me. It wasn't me that said it. Get on, your son. It was like it's like yeah, you well done. You've done well. Come on, get on, your son. You, you, Never. it's broken you Jenny here she's just looking absolutely bemused dear listener but the, the, the important bit is that that did happen and it got me wondering what is the weirdest encouragement you've ever had or observed the weirdest encouragement you've ever because that is proper weird encouragement getting to the end of a serious deposit there's a break in the uh, ceremony and get on your yeah, son well done you've, you've achieved it you got to the other side of it I can't think of one now. It's broken your head, that one. (laughs) Well, I I thought that might be the case. so I've looked at some inspirational quotes on the internet. You know, the sort of things people might say to to encourage you along the way, but not the usual nonsense about, you know, be yourself, zen, stress is nonsense. You know, none of that stuff.
1: Did the guy answer back from the cubicle to say thanks or something?
0: No. But I imagine he slinked off very quietly. It's not the sort of thing you'd be celebrating about. (laughs) So, on these inspirational quotes. First one. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. (laughs) Who do you think said that one? It's a very very famous person said that one. I'm getting a blank look now. Don't know. You've got no idea. Winnie the Pooh. Oh. That's that's quite... um, Quite good from Winnie the Pooh. I yeah. say, so, you know, I did something you take through life. People, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. Mm. And I'm quite happy about it. Maybe, well, actually, no, I wouldn't be too happy about it if I did nothing absolutely every day. Mm. I think you do need some nothing days in your life. Yeah. You, yeah. Now, another one which is from an anonymous person. So I can't put a name against it. But this one is Be Happy, It Drives People Crazy.
1: Oh, was that from me? You
0: know, weirdly, <laughs> it works. You know, when somebody's having a go at you, picking away at it, and you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> you have <to> have <laughs> whatever you want, mate. <laughs> it breaks them. It absolutely breaks them. They can't deal with it because you're not giving them the response they're expecting. Mm. <laughs> Although that's just reminding me, I, I did did once, I, I don't know if you could call this mo- uh, motivating, but I did once pick up a nickname because of how I eat a sandwich. Oh. What do you think that nickname was?
1: Fast Act.
0: Fast Act. (laughs) No, it was not Speedy Gonzales either. No, it was Machine. Because apparently I was eating it like a robot. I was going, bite, back down, bite, back down. apparently that meant that, that that meant i was called machine from then on in so let's open this up to you what is the weirdest encouragement you've ever had or even open it up to one that you've heard going to somebody else a couple ways to get in touch on spotify if you're watching or listening on spotify now top of the page you can tap on the question stick your answer in there as well if you're on youtube which you're actually watching right now because we're a podcast on youtube apparently it's how video works if you go down the screen you'll see a comment section it might be filled with rage bait and robots and all sorts of nasty things but you can stick comments in there and i'll, I'll get a look at them and answer you there as well or on the socials at solid radio uk or at solid Sooty, and tell us what is the weirdest encouragement you've ever had or you've seen somebody else get The other day, dear listener, I was just a dear viewer nowadays, because you can watch this on YouTube and on Spotify as well. But I came home the other day, and this fine house
1: smelt like a chip shop. Oh. I hadn't been eating chips while you was out. A chip shop? Where was I? Well, you know the smell of vinegar. Mm. What
0: were you using the vinegar for? It was just a strong smell oh, of vinegar wandering around. I cleaning. don't
1: remember using the vinegar. I think
0: it was when you were cleaning.
1: Oh, you made me white vinegar.
0: No, yes. it's still vinegar. It yes. still smells like a chip shop. <laughs> just reminding me of that sort of old wives remedy tale, whatever you want to call it. The concept that you clean windows with vinegar and newspaper.
1: Mm, I've which never tried that. It sounds like it shouldn't work. Vinegar does work on windows, but I've never done the newspaper.
0: Um, newspaper makes me think you're going to see, you know, yesterday's weather forecast imprinted on the, <laughs> on the window when you try to clean it, because it is... That's the thing with newspaper—is it leaves imprints everywhere. Mm. You know that's why we don't use it in your chip shop anymore because you used to get yesterday's crossword on your fish <laughs> and chips, which I don't know what it did for you for, for the the flavor, but it certainly wasn't good for your health. I'm sure. <laughs> which is why they put it in fake newspaper and things nowadays. But it's got me wondering what else sounds made up but really works. Have you got any tips like that? Do you just go, "Ah, oh, that's nonsense," and then you try it for yourself. You're like, oh. Hmm. Actually, that that really works, doesn't it?
1: What did I do for a burnt, you know when we burnt the bottom of the iron? Burnt the what bottom was of the it? iron and they told you to rub some paracetamol rub paracetamol on, but be careful because the iron's still got to be warm. And that really works.
0: Yes, I do remember this now. You've just brought a memory back. I I, I can't believe I took part in this, dear listener, but (laughs) the iron had just been turned off. It had the burn marks from me attempting to iron my trousers, (laughs) uh, which had since melted and had tram tracks on them. (laughs) I'll be honest, I'm not very good at ironing. I don't do it very often. Um, But yeah, the iron had all these horrible things on it so still warm and there I am with a, a pair of tweezers oh yeah that was it yeah. and a paracetamol <laughs> pill rubbing away scraping basically scraping off gently it, it just
1: came off really easy didn't it I, I can't believe Amazing. it
0: worked I can't believe it worked you just remind me of one that uh, my old man was involved in because he he used to do research he was a research scientist for a while he'd done a few other jobs. he research scientist for a while I just remember one day he came in with his, um, what are his magnesium supplements. I remember they were strawberry flavour. Mm. And we were basically put on them from that day forth. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently the research he would be working on was showing it was very good for your heart and all that. I was like, yeah. right, we're all doing magnesium supplements. <laughs> I do remember that. And, yeah, which sounds like some sort of cookie person that goes on the internet or something like that. But he did work for like one of the heart charities. And mm. He was a proper... Like medical research scientists, this yeah. wasn't like your crackpot on YouTube that was going on about. Oh yeah, try this; it'll, it'll solve all your problems. Um, I guess with the time of year, because we we have reached a year of we So One of the first things we started on was dealing with spiders coming in the house. Oh yeah, you've been it's... trying a few of the remedies, Jenny. Yeah. Have any of them worked?
1: I'm still on the peppermint, but this time I'm I'm creating my own spray with the uh, peppermint oil and into my water. And I feel like it has. I attacked a load of spiders outside the window mm. this morning. They tend they tend to just drop off and crawl away. So I haven't seen any back. So I've been using it on the inside of the house, but I had a thought of, a, let me try it on the outside of the house because I could see I'm knocking around the window frame. I thought, you're not coming in here. So I tried it this morning and they all quickly dangled down off their webs and went. Because oh. they leave spider poo on your window edges. I didn't know that.
0: Spider poo, spider poo, no, everyone's crawling in spider poo. Yeah. I'm going to get sued for singing this song hmm. and I'm going to end up very poor. So I'll stop singing it there. Uh, I, I suppose when you think about it, it's like fish poo. You don't think it's a thing, but it must be. Yeah. It's got to be a thing and it's got to be in the water supply somewhere. Mm. I'm, I'm sure with proper filtering and you know the amount of water there is versus fish poo you're never going to see it but it is it is a bit like your spiders it's not something you've, you you sit there going well actually i've got to remember to deal with that
1: yeah I yeah. we had one on the stair the other morning didn't we that was a bit too big for me to deal with what the spider or the spider poo The spider even the cat <laughs> just jumped past it <laughs> so hang on you got you got a cat to deal with
0: all these sort of things, yeah. all the, the beasties keep Because cats usually view spiders as a, a quick treat, isn't it? Yeah, not did, sooty, no. She no, just for...
1: hopped past it on the stair.
0: Charmer, isn't she? Mm. Um, how about wasps? I, I suppose we're getting a bit late in the year for them I now. I hate but... them
1: as well. Yeah. I was plagued by them in Switzerland.
0: Well, I had a look on the internet. Apparently, the way you deal with wasps is you're supposed to burn coffee. Oh. But I, I, I'm looking at that, oh. and I can't help but think it will backfire at some point, especially if the wasps get addicted to coffee. Because, you know, they'll be buzzing around, they'll see a coffee in a mug, they'll try it out, they'll drink it. If they get addicted to it, the same way humans do, you know, off that caffeine hit every morning, you're going to get a wasp flying into your uh, little coffee shop, come up to a barista and go, there's Brazil to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Try the feel. I want to just go back to the holiday that we just had in uh, Switzerland, Geneva. You're and just showing off now, you know? Well, wow. I had a bit of a swim in Lake Geneva, didn't we? Although the locals don't call it Lake Geneva, do they?
0: Uh, the the ones in Geneva do. I think it's outside Geneva, it's called something else. I, I'm forgetting the name now, even oh, though sort sorry, of read more than it. there we
1: go. Um so yeah. So I had a bit of a swim. But what I couldn't get over is there was swans in the lake. And it's really weird because you feel like it's a little bit of a a, a beach. Well, it is a beach, mm. but obviously it's not the sea. Yes. So it's still weird, but it's still weird actually having a little swim out there and then just swans are just like floating past you. And when you first see them, I mean, swans are massive, aren't they? When you mm. first see it, you're just freezing the water. And you're like, I hope it carries on just paddling past me. And the waters are crystal clear so you can see its little feet kind of mm. you know, cruising along. And then... The other night, when we was on one of our last nights, we were sat on the beach, and then the swans there's about five of them. I don't know if they're all in the same family, but there's about five of them, all just you know, knocking around and they just mingle with people on the beach and they just go around. They don't attack you or anything like that, they just start mingling and looking to see what you've got. Mm. and Some people feed them, anyway. There's this couple, he's putting his blanket down on the beach, he's getting his pack of jammed horse out, <laughs> he's laid them out. She'd not yet quite made it onto the beach mm-hmm. and this swan just cruises up, knocking around, looks down, sees a pack of mince, uh, jam tarts and what does it do? It eats the whole of the pack of jam tarts. Well, I'm in hysterics. The beach, everybody's on the beach is laughing. And the, the guy does find it funny. He's like, I ain't going near this one. I'm trying to take mm. this from its beach. His missus comes down, giving it all facing the, the hand in the face. She was not happy. And that made it even more hysterical. I couldn't start laughing because I think because she was so in your face about it and then dragged the picnic, the blanket back up on the promenade, sat there, and, he's, and the, the whole Beatrice is just watching this kind of take place and everything. It was just... I think it was made funny by the fact that she was so miffed at this. It finished the whole pack of jam tarts. And was going back for the sausage rolls.
0: Uh, so one more thing you see, he's finished a whole pack of jam tarts. Yeah. Had he actually got the packet open? Yeah, haven't... yeah. Oh, he, right, he was so... opening
1: it all up, setting it out because she was still oh. making her way out. And <laughs> he was so pleased. like And then, of course, it, it just wandered on, didn't it? Because people were feeding him. Mm. Well, it could have been her. And um, it just decided it liked whatever was on. You know, this guy's blanket spread and took the jam tarts and... There was some other little bits. I think they made some of those nice sandwiches as well where you cut them into triangles. Well, they had them as well.
0: And the other one is because they'd been eating a lot, it was leaving a lot of trails behind as well, it? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I'm sure the odd person rolled into when they were on the beach. But that reminded me of a trip I took with work years ago to the University of York. You ever been to the University of York? I uh, no. so on the outskirts of York. You could just about call it York. Um, and it's this lovely outdoor campus, all these buildings, big lake in the middle, got geese in it, and you can practically skate around on the goose poo. Oh. it's it's almost like a layer across the entire outside you can just hmm. whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. you know like in the uh, winter olympics when they have yeah. the the ice skating that's going round in a you know they're racing in a circle yeah. or whatever I they call it, it. Yeah. yeah I was about to say like, like a tic-tac shape <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm on about when they're doing that you could almost move around the University of York like that you, you, there's Ooh. probably the quick and you're probably less likely to fall on your backside and get more of it on you that way I must say <laughs> To sound crazy for a podcast that'd be going on for a whole year now but i want to touch on a topic we've been slowly running through many episodes over the long run of our podcast dear listener i want to touch on a topic of when i'm prime minister and we should probably have the national anthem playing at this point uh, Where's the national know. anthem nowadays i don't know <laughs> it was God, it was God save, oh, it's God Save the uh, King, in it? Because I was going to go for Land of Hope and Glory or something like that. Or <laughs> Swing Low Sweet Chariot. But uh, we, we, we go for the boring one. And imagine that playing as I talk you through, you know, what what, what we're talking about when I'm talking about when I'm going to be a pre If you're worried... Don't be worried, because I couldn't even win a seat at a local council. So don't don't, don't worry yourself about this ever actually (laughs) happening. But previously things we've been saying that it's going to happen when I become Prime Minister. Our wallpaper is going to be banned. It's I was getting the fiddly. guy
1: in to do some wallpapering downstairs.
0: No, wallpaper will just not be a thing in but Britain. But you don't have to do it. Anymore. <laughs> and we're going to have a fast lane in the supermarkets down the middle mm. that you must be moving a minimum speed to be in, otherwise robots will shove you out the way. No yes. more... Doris standing in the middle of the aisle, sitting there for twenty minutes trying to decide which butter she prefers.
1: Or well, when you meet people, they start having a chat right in the middle of the aisle, or oh, the door. Oh, it's it's
0: always it's always the Ooh. people that haven't met for twenty years as well. So there's a lot of catching up to do outside the milk. It's 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 always when you're trying to get to something critical. Mm. It's never like the biscuits where you know, all right, oh, it's, it's probably a good thing. I can't get into them. It's always something critical. They stand outside. Yeah. Uh, pizza would be the other one. Yeah. Stand there as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, a recent wedding that we went to got got me thinking on this topic as well. About other things we need to add to the manifesto. There's any ideas for you, Jenny. What
1: for for weddings?
0: Well, when we're at the wedding, did it, did it spawn any ideas as to what you might want to occur when I become Prime Minister? What rules we might want to bring in?
1: Hmm. Yeah, just do away with them, because they're boring, aren't they? They take too
0: long. <laughs> just do away with the concept of wedding. <laughs> Your own one included there? It's all
1: right for, like, the, the, the two people, but, mm. you know, you're, like, sitting there listening to, like, realms and realms of stuff and history. You're like, God, are we not on the first course yet? So
0: you're basically saying elope or it's got to be registry just, office just, 10 minutes special. Just go in front,
1: do you, yes, no, whatever, man and wife, bish, bash, bosh. Well,
0: it's not just man and wife nowadays. Oh, well,
1: whatever. It yeah. could be any combination. It can be any, yeah. Any but, combination. Yeah.
0: But yes, uh, that wasn't what I was going to add to the list, so we're not going to be adding <laughs> that one. It's it's an idea. We will put it on the ideas board and we will circle around and look at Less it again. longer.
1: You want them to last longer? No, less less longer.
0: <laughs> shorter, I think, is the word less you're looking shorter. for. shorter,
1: yeah. No, more... Uh, more shorter.
0: You're confusing us now. <laughs> I have no idea what's going Make on. Make them short. But I, I've come up with my own ones. Uh, the first one is the phrase, my haven't you grown... Oh, I remember last time I saw you, you were about shin height. You know, that ki- that kind of stuff, mm. which I, it's confession time. So you're going to have to imagine that we're in the monastery. You've got to, oh, it's all very echoey when I'm saying this. But I may have gone up to a few people who I still thought in my mind were about six years old, now have kids of their own, mm. <laughs> and go, oh, you're a lot bigger than I remember. <laughs> you've grown a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I, I think we should probably ban that. Even though, even though I'm guilty of it and we probably end up getting fined or put in jail for it or whatever, I, I think we need to do away with that. Because I, I think yeah. it's a conversation every, everyone has, everyone cringes about it, but you still say it out loud. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You still have it. The other one I'm I'm taking issue with, and I imagine a lot of people north of the border are going to get upset with me on this one. Some of them won't. I'm, I'm sure if, you know it's a very divisive issue, this before I say it. And it's not sectarian before you get worried. But it is a very serious, divisive issue. Scottish country dancing. Oh, is that what they call the Cayley? Cayleys have Scottish country dancing. I think it's that way round. Yeah. But Scottish country dancing is one of those things every kid north of the border has suffered through at school at some point. (laughs) And the, the, the funny thing about school classes is there's always a misbalance between the number of boys and girls mm. there's either more boys or more girls which means that somebody's learning the wrong part <laughs> but we're all forced to do it and we're all it's all part of the curriculum and it's all supposed to be celebrating scottish heritage or some nonsense like that but if you've not come across this before you said they going what are you doing about it? scottish country dancing it is effectively line dancing over accordions and fiddles <laughs> seriously you even usually have somebody on stage calling out the moves to the gay gordons or the dashing white sergeant so they'll have the band (laughs) playing in the background or the tape playing and they'll be calling dozy do and all that just like american line dancing and I think that should be banned as well. But you you,
1: you get well, the why concept. it's all right calling do, but what if you don't know what a docy do is?
0: Well you, well, that that's the tricky bit. Because the only place you as an English person will have encountered it will be weddings that you get invited to north of the border, aren't they? Yeah. Whereas all the Scots kids have had to suffer it for at least a year or two in PE gym class whatever <laughs> you want to call it we've all had to do uh, uh, enough so of it can to tell understand me what a
1: do-si-do is it's
0: that, that's back to back isn't it I don't know I'm not 100% <laughs> I, I haven't thought about it I think long.
1: Matthew's from Scotland isn't he maybe Matthew can tell us
0: well the other trick is you just watch what everyone else is doing and yeah. follow, follow about three beats behind <laughs> and crash into them half the time that's the that's more fun way it, <laughs> if you are going to do it so yeah my opinion it's not quite up there all lang syne in terms of cheesiness you know on a New Year's Eve when you're doing that weird shaky hand yeah. thing and it's not quite up at that level of cheesiness where actually you kind of accept it you do it it's once a year thing okay it's part of the experience but my view we need to kill off Scottish country dancing <laughs> you need, you need, and when I become Prime Minister it is gone we are going to be banning it and on that note if you've got anything you think we should be banning or maybe promoting more of. We'll open the window up on that one as well. When I become Prime Minister, then do get in touch, dear listener.
1: I might like to mention the company. I just wanted to ask somebody the question mm-hmm. of, you know how sometimes when you go to a fast food restaurant and they have these little promotions where you can peel stickers back well, can win you instant prizes or play on the game board? You've kind of
0: given away that you're talking about the Monopoly game here. Yeah, that's McDonald's, the one. yes. Yeah. You've tried to make it vegan and you've given so many details we know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. But continue on. Is it?
1: Well, would you? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we had a drink in there this morning, didn't we? Now, it's only on cold drinks. You don't get a sticker on a hot drink, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is right either, that when you're Prime Minister, you should get a sticker (laughs) on everything. That's one thing. But you had a cold drink and you didn't get a sticker on your cup. Mm -hmm. And other people around had cold drinks and, and and their cup had the stickers on. So I was like, but we ain't not got a sticker. So, But I didn't ask, and I was tempted to say, can I have a sticker? Because they've got one, and I haven't. And I'm just wondering, would anybody else do that? Or or would you think that was a bit silly?
0: So we were talking about... I'm down a
1: sticker here.
0: You? you you want a sticker so you can buy, what is it? A,
1: it might have had a free bag of chips or a fruit bag. I was about bag. to
0: say, that, that's probably about the best thing you can win on these things. Because the actual prizes you've got a hee-haw chance on, I think the best I've actually ever won... Was I think I think it was a, like a coffee table photo book where you uploaded the oh, photos. Oh God, and,
1: yeah, but they're yeah. rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. This the, the surprises like that. I think I've won the odd one or a a, a day trial at a gym that you know you're never going to go to a gym. You're not interested in going to a gym, but you win that prize anyway. Well, well, you and see you
0: that. I've been meaning to go back to the gym for a long time, but yeah. you, you do make a point there, yes. But,
1: yeah, and the photo thing where you, you, it's just like, you're never going to use that. You just lose your sticker, don't you? But, I mean, I, rather than with smart, like that, I mean, I will not mind winning a, a, a Happy Meal or a, a chicken sandwich or a fruit bag or a free hot drink, but I didn't get a sticker and everybody else did. And I was just wondering, would I have looked stupid if I'd have gone up and said, excuse me, my cup didn't have a sticker on, but all the others had stickers.
0: Well, I guess it's less stupid than the people that are hovering around the bin going, can I have your sticker, please?
1: I've not really tried that. And then just talking about drinks in food restaurants, when, again, mm-hmm. when we was in Switzerland, Burger King was selling beer and McDonald's was selling cakes.
0: Yes, you could have had a, a, a macaron in, uh, in McDonald's. Apple yes,
1: pie? No, well, I know they do apple pie, but I mean proper apple pie. Well, not that I'm saying it's not a proper apple pie, but you know what I mean. And I, like, a like like a proper
0: round pie that, we cut that in you cut into slices. You, You're
1: not me, yeah, no, yeah? Not not
0: their um, weird pocket thing. Yeah, normally yeah. Do. I'm that sure you could have it the burns pocket your tongue thing.
1: even though you've left it for ten minutes. Mm, that mm. one. But yeah, I just wondered if anybody else would have gone up and asked for a sticker.
0: I wouldn't have, but I don't put it past you. So I've been looking on the internet, dear listener. I don't want you to worry yourself too much about the sort of thing we'll end up talking about. I haven't been to the seedier parts of the internet, but I have been on the internet and I have found a way of getting free public transport. Mm, Sounds good, doesn't it? It looks legit to me. Mm. It it doesn't look like it's a scam or anything like that, where you're going to print a fake ticket or any of that sort of nonsense. How do you think this works? How do you think you can get this free public transport?
1: I don't know, work for the company.
0: Well, you could, but this this isn't the option here. And it gets you on a train, tram or bus without a ticket in Austria, which is not to be confused with Australia. Mm. And you're getting free public transport for a year. Mm. So it is time limited if you get a political potato. Oh, no. I, that's <laughs> it. If it was forever... I'd be a bit more on board with mm. it. Like, it's for life. You get free transport for life because you get this tattoo on your arm or whatever. I I maybe even think about that because that's a lot of money it could save you. Imagine being able to trans- travel anywhere on British Rail or British Airways or something like that because you've got a tattoo on your arm. Has
1: it got to be on your arm? Can you have it I, I, somewhere discreet?
0: Well, they didn't say you had to put it on your face. Mm. That'd be an option. You, 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 you just walk over to the barcode <laughs> scanner to print a ticket and you just stick your forehead in. <laughs> it lets you on board. But no, I don't think I could live with it just for a year. No. Because that's, that's quite a commitment just to get a year's travel. It feels a bit extreme just to save a few quid a day. Mm. But like you say, it could be worse. It could be a face tattoo. Although if we were to offer a similar deal here in Nottingham, I'm sure, we get free public transport in knots. what would you require people to do to get it? If you were in charge of the transport around here,
1: give me a Gregs every day.
0: So you just go for straight up bribery. <laughs> well, fair enough. Personally, I think it would be Kevin causing our masks, and you got to wear little Robin Hood hats as well. Uh-huh. And if you could do that, you get to travel for free. Would you be up for it? Yeah. Good. Let's get started. That was, unfortunately, a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele. Chris Steele, where it was.
1: Jenny Steele. And I just want to say, oh. before we go, just a, a welcome to Heidi. Heidi's uh, Stephen's new puss cat. Oh. I think She's had her for about a couple of weeks now. I believe she's five. She's appeared on his page a couple of times. And apparently she's settling in really well.
0: Oh, Glad to hear it. Mm. We're going to ask a couple of things from you, dear listener. If you happen to enjoy this fine podcast, whether it's in video form or it's in audible form, whichever way you accept it, open your app up, hit the subscribe button and get Mm. it delivered direct to your lug holes or your eye holes every time it gets released. No messing around. It just suddenly appears in whatever form you happen to ask for it. The other one is that when you go out and about and you're going about your daily business, and you bump into that neighbour that starts her DIY way too early and you're, you're having a bit of a bicker with them. And you get you get things to that amicable bit where you are like, all right, maybe I shouldn't start at 6.30 in the morning. You then mention, oh, by the way, we not are on the podcast. Mm. That's what you want to do. And on that note, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, bye.